Welcome to the Galleria Podcast. Good afternoon, Rebel Scum. I remembered it. I think that's it, is it? That's you it. got it. it. You got it. You, you remembered it. it. I didn't last time. <laughs> awesome. Boom. Welcome back to Star Wars and Coffee. Star Wars and Coffee. Uh, episode God knows fucking what three season, season two three one or two we never do it right anyway um, <laughs> but consistently we're back uh, yes. Book of Boba Fett did come out on Wednesday it is now Friday evening this should go live Saturday or Friday night um, again you're in formal Star Wars chat my name Ayup my name's this guy named Balo Carl Balo oh, Mando you. call me whatever you want on the internet you, you've what? <laughs> I've doxed you on the internet, giving your real name away. Oh no! <laughs> okay, let's start off with let's start off with then. Um, we asked a question last episode. If anybody actually listened to it, um, so shout out to everybody who retweeted it, liked it, and favoured it all over on Twitter. But we asked a question last last week: on which planet would you live on, Carl, in the Star Wars universe? It can be anything, any canon, all that bullshit. Depends on what what planet would you live on. What planet is hosp? It doesn't have to be like what's the word hospitable. You don't have to like, you no, know, live there. Well, I mine's guess, pretty like... easy because they're my favourite race outside of Jedi's, and obviously Jedi's are from everywhere. So because you just have to have. So they're my favourite race from outside of Jedi, and it's Mandalore. Right. Okay. I, because I just love the the whole warrior mentality that you grow up to be a war. Do you know what I mean? Like the and let's be honest, you get badass armor. Let's be honest. Like, I guess so. You're not wrong. It, I just love the whole thing. So mine's very easy. I know it's a bit of a cop out as well. After this week, Tatooine would be a cool one. After seeing, yeah, but that is a cop out. Tatooine is a cop out. I see. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't it. normally say Tatooine because it just it's a sand fight. But after this week, Boba seeing the the tribes of um, all the Tuscans and stuff, it actually gives it a bit more to it rather than it just being a horrible gangster sand planet but what's yours so i again my cop out one my my your tatooine would be jakku because yeah. i'm just like it's I, like it's again it's, it's, you still could live there there's still things to live there you know ray does a pretty good job of scavenging and yeah, living she there. Right. she's not like really bad at it i like the idea of it being hot but then the polar opposite my non-cop out one the one that like the most iconic star wars planet where i think you know what i'd really enjoy that is the one, the only Hoff, the coldest planet. See, one I, of the coldest. I don't, know if, I don't know if it is the coldest. No, but, but I bet it's pretty uh, cold. Just the glaciers. I don't know. Just, it just looks cold, doesn't it? Like, see, I'm not by that life. That cold life. Nah, bro. Bang your jacket on. <laughs> go for a ski. It's never that, though, is it? It's never just bang your jacket on because you bang your jacket on <laughs> and you're still cold. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think Hoth would be quite a cool planet and to live on. I feel like there'd be. A, You'd be spending bare money on North Face jackets to live on Hoth. You know I, mean? I mean, there is that. Or but Canada Goose. At least on Jakku, you just get some Primark. On Jakku, you get some like Primark shorts and a Primark t-shirt and you're all right. Do you know what I mean? Sort well, of. <laughs> I mean, if I lived on Jakku, I think I'd have to hunt like Wampa. And I'd just have like a Wampa like skin. Or yeah, mate, to be fair, you'd look sick in that. Like a Wampa like- hat. And it's looked like somebody out of this week's episode of Book of Boba. What a good, uh, what a good cameo that is. What a certain, a certain black 
Wookie. A certain black Wookie species. Um, well, sorry, sorry about it. I mean, I, I always like to ask questions. I feel like we always interview each other on the Star Wars of Coffee, which is good. Um, but obviously, sorry, give me a rating first of all for this, this single episode then. This single episode out of five, um, I'm going to give this episode a four. A lot better than the first one. A lot. Uh, 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 again, a lot, not a lot moved along with the story, but the the episode itself and what it did, I really enjoyed. Showed a lot of lore, a lot of like yes. depth to Star Wars. Like, like I said, with the Tuscans and stuff like that, it's shown a new life into the Tuscans, which I love. I love the whole Native American vibe behind the Tuscans. It's so cool, mate. Uh, like they're not just bad guys anymore. Do you know what I mean? They're not just savages that live in the sands do you know what i mean it, it, it shows paints and i know mando did that a little bit but this took it to a whole new level with the whole you know the the little lizard that goes in your nose and that's like eating pie like the native americans do and stuff like it was just so cool to see it all mate i genuinely I this, enjoyed it this season so far is painted like for me i mean I'm not, i've never been a huge western fan i can appreciate what he's done for cinema um, but like it's painted a whole new or gave me a whole new like outlook on Western films just for the inspiration of it. Like you can really see it in these first two episodes. You could have you, you can see the references for it in Mandalorian, but I just don't think it was as ripe. Yeah. Like not for, especially for the Western theme. We got the idea for. I mean, like there is a scene where they're kind of bush through a cantina in Mando, and it, you know this the, the classic Western facts happen. But I think that's so much more proficient. Yeah. In Book of Boba so far. One hundred percent. It's like tying a lot of things together, and there's a deep dive and loads of Easter eggs into uh-huh. like people cross-referencing actual Western films. With oh, mate, no one of the one of the Easter eggs in this week's episode made me so happy, and it's only... again this is your six minute. I think we are six minutes in. Six minute, two minute, three minute. I don't know how long we're in. Your warning, spoiler warning. Yeah, spoiler warning. <laughs> I've no, already spoiled it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, already told you that a certain black walkie turns up, but you know, after yeah, that, don't know that yeah, you don't know who that is. It were Will Smith as a walkie, that's all it were. Uh, <laughs> it would be, to be fair. But the, the, one of the spoilers in this week's episode was so cool, it were. And that just, again, reiterating on what we said last week about John Favreau and uh, Dave Filoni just literally taking it back and thinking about things that happened in the original well things that didn't even happen in the original Star Wars but in deleted like scenes in yeah, the, yeah, in yeah. The, do you know oh, what I, I mean I think, I think me and you we spoke about this off podcast but I think me and you might have the same easter egg that we're going to tell each other Okay, I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty yeah. sure we're gonna have the same stage, but we'll get to it. We'll get to it very shortly. Um, so you gave the episode a. Uh, I give it a four. Four? A, four. a four. A four. Okay, perfect. What would it need to be a five then? What, um, what would it... Just a, maybe a bit more, like further in the story of what's happening in the future. I think there were right. just there was not because you only got that. I think it was like ten minutes, fifteen minutes at the beginning. Of present. Of present. And I would like yeah, to yeah, have just yeah, seen a little that. bit more just to further the the actual show itself. I love how much back stuff we got and where Bob has been, but where is he going? Is what I do you know what I mean? Is what I just took it to a that next level. I, I, I know what strong I agree, strongly agree with that. I feel um, like at the end as well, it could have ended about six or seven times. <laughs> like it, she 
I, I, I don't actually know. I was just trying to find out then um, the running time for episode two compared like to episode one. 52 minutes, I think. I feel like it was definitely longer. Um, it, it was or, longer. Again, it just showed more in the current sequence it had. And, and, and I mean that in that, again, we heavily focused this episode um, specifically on Tuscan Raiders and, and Sun People. Um, it, again, it, like you said at the start of it, it's just the law behind it. We're starting to build upon something that characters that we know and love, and, and again, stuff that you can't buy in literature. Um, you only get, uh, again, to bring out fucking the Star Wars Encyclopedia of the God of All God books. Can I show the camera there? Um, it, you, even in that book, which is you know from the 70s or whatever, it's not got a, a hell of a lot. No, because they weren't the fleshed Raiders. out then. Do you know what I mean? They weren't fleshed out. I mean, one of my, and I think it's a lot of people's favourites, is that there is a Tusker Jedi, and I'd love to see that brought into it. I don't think we will, because he were around before the Siege of Naboo, I think it were. So I don't think we'll see anything for it. But but that just shows that if people are interested in the Tuscans, then maybe you can go down that road. Do you know what I mean? It Bringing characters that a, yeah, people didn't think are so, like, integral to the story yeah. and giving them a storyline. And, and it brings other avenues. That, well, it's bringing things that probably are written about again in literature comics graphic novels in canon and bringing it to the modern storyline yeah. no yeah i agree uh, it was such a cool concept that they did and giving them a proper backstory like i say they're not just savages there's different tribes that like in real life there's different tribes that deal in different ways that are savages that but then are some are respectful and they're just trying to live their life do you know what i mean that's all they're trying to do so it it, it just paints it i don't get again i saw a lot of hate for it this week and I will go out and say the Star Wars, not all of it, but a lot of the Star Wars fandom is so toxic, man. It is. I think it's just it's one of those communities where you can jump in and out as much as you want. Like for me, Star Wars has been with me since like the age of six. Like it's been a a thing I've grown up with. So I, I say it before, and I, I say it very professionally on the Gallery of Podcasts when we talk about it. I'm a fan of cinema. I'm a fan of the whole of cinema. It doesn't have to be a fucking five star film every time. No, just it can be a one or two, and, and that's the same thing enjoy. for me as Star Wars. My my personal opinion on it is like if you don't like it, but be happy that you are getting more Star Wars. Like, Especially in the current climate, 2022, yeah. again, we, we are so lucky still to have things in production. I, I agree. Like, you may not enjoy it, but if there will be Star Wars that you enjoy, and for you to get that Star Wars, you have to support what's happening now. Going online and slating everything about it and stuff like that is not going to help in the long run because if nobody watches it and nobody does anything, you're not going to get any more. I mean, let's be honest, Filoni's got the bag anyway, so he kind of doesn't give a fuck at this point. He's like, look, Star Wars fan service, the fans who enjoy it are going to eat, yeah. the rest of the fans, I mean, fuck I, you guys. I'm eating it up, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I love everything. I didn't like Last Jedi, but I didn't go out and slate it, do you know what I mean? No, no, I no. still we, went we, to we cinema, I supported it. If you fan, you'll know that. I bought it on Blu-ray, I still support the film, do you know what I mean? Because I want more Star Wars in my life. There's... And that's unfortunately what you have to do. If you want more of that content, then you got to keep eating it up. Same, same thing goes for like for me for like Rogue One. Not a, a huge Rogue font Rogue One font at all. However, I've still bought action figures from it. Like, yeah, I've still got the film. So support. I it. think as Star Wars fans, we all need to be nicer towards come together. each other. In the I Marvel guess. universe is the same. I know it's not as Star Wars, but it's the same exact thing. There's going to be people that don't like certain films because it's set in a different way than a different film. But if you want it to keep coming, you got to eat it up. Unfortunately. So you get on with it. Stop complaining that his helmet's circled and not jagged. I'm still not over that. <laughs> get on with it. Move on. 
it's not that deep. <laughs> Saying that, I do have to apologise for my ignorance for last episode. Um, I told you, Carl. I did a little bit digging after it. I, think I, I mean, I wouldn't before. say it's ignorance. No, I wouldn't. No, but it annoyed me on a you know a third part. But the, from what from what I was read and the theories again, I use the word theories. Is the the oxygen was to blow the thing? It wasn't. The oxygen he pulled out was to breathe. Okay, fucking Sarlacc pit mania, right? The oxygen was there to breathe and not. But then he's saying that if you could, people are going to bring to me and say, look, they pulled the oxygen out of the stormtrooper just so we could breathe. He's breathing for about five minutes where he thinks about his planning. He's fucking struggling to get out. Yeah, so no, just... yeah. To be fair, I, I'm I'm all right with. It. I'd feel like we didn't see him go put in his wrist and use his. That's how I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna say okay, it. Look cool that's how it happened. Uh, let's throw it to then uh, talking about integrity of Star Wars. Let's throw it to then an Easter egg. I'm gonna go first and and tell you if it's the same one or not. Um, does it involve Luke Skywalker? It does. Well, okay. It so, does. So I think it's, it's pretty much nailed on the head. Does it involve Toshi Station and fetching some uh, battery converters? Well, I mean, that's part of it, but it runs... Okay, I feel so, like it's a certain two people I feel like it's a certain two people that are showing up in the... Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Canon Star Wars, um, we see Luke's secret crush from yes. Canon Star Wars. And we do see that there's, again, a few deleted scenes. We've probably seen that we've probably seen the same reference material. We've been on the same subreddit, so we know this. Um, it is just Star Wars news, I guess. So we do see Camion Fixer... Yes, we uh, do. ...from episode four uh, in... Book of Boba Fett, and I think it's just continuity for again fans that are fans of the series, of the series, sorry, of the whole Star Wars series, and not just like new fans or old fans. Sorry, yeah. um, uh, you wouldn't necessarily know who they are. They're not introduced. No. They're not integral at the time. They may become the integral. They're just. Um, I think it's just thrown there, isn't it? They, they needed someone to be the the damsels in distress. Distress. Let's say. And I think it was just cool to add them to that. You know, there's two people that know Luke and. It's something for the hardcore Star Wars fans. Like, I mean, are we going to see a Luke cameo? I don't think Maybe. we'll see a Luke cameo. Yeah. As much as I said it on my TikTok, I'm now leaning less towards it. After a certain someone shown up today, I'm leaning less towards it than I am. It doesn't okay. make sense. It well, it does, no. but it doesn't make sense in the fact that there's too now, much fan service. There's now other people that you could put in that would be better, and you could save Luke for other things. If okay, that makes so, sense. so let's move it forward then. If that's the same Easter egg that you've got, um, it was pretty cool that we both didn't speak about it. We both found the same yeah. words. We definitely said <laughs> the, same re- the same reference material. Um, I looked at a few other things. Uh, Offside of Bookable, we'll get right back on that um, after this. If you didn't know already, this might be one for Carl, who is a huge game fan. We both are, again, around me and, and Carl Sad, huge game fans. Jedi Fallen Order was free this uh, this week on um, Prime Gaming. Didn't know if you know what I call it. I didn't know that, but I do yeah, know. So it's here. free. I've got my master so, uh, collector's you edition. You can pick up uh, Jedi Fallen Order on Prime Gaming. This is not a sponsored segment, even though it does sound like one. Uh, there's a free code for Origin, so you can play that game completely free. Um, a fantastic game. Amazing arguably, game. Yeah, graphics-wise, absolutely insane. Um, bring some cool characters to the story, and again, stuff that I'd like to see in maybe motion picture in Cal the Kestis, future. baby. Um, well, apparently, uh, the ninth sister is going to be in Obi-Wan, so that's the start. Okay, so there you go. Not nine, sister, seven, sister. Right from Carl's mouth. 
I can't tell it out, but apparently she's in the trailer. One thing that was in this week's Book of Book of Fact that I saw, but I never saw it, apparently, Jinjarin's in this episode. Where? I don't know. <laughs> That's so what I saw, like, oh, it was nice to see a little cameo from uh, Dinjarin. I was like, I didn't pick up on that at all. No, that must have passed me by, and I watched it twice. Yeah, I've watched so... it twice, so I don't, I, I don't know whether it's a try. I Googled it or anything like that, but... You know, I've all... got a quick source here. Was that Pedro Pascal in the Book of Boba Fett episode two? Uh, recently, uh, it's Disney Plus Star Wars fans. I thought it was the cameo of it. Oh, and maybe it's the um, you know, the notoriously bad security guy before they go into the council's desk. And oh just yeah, gonna... apparently that's Pedro Pascal. Say it's... Apparently, I mean, I can see it, but okay. I can't really see it. Well, um. Pop that up on screen for, for the viewers, and well, I will. I'm, I'm throwing it. I'm throwing it to you via via the the chatting service now, so Let's you can have a see look. it. Um, I'm not quite sure that is him. Let's have Does a look. look like um, now say, you say it, it, it. Now you say I. Mm, I can see it, but I mean, probably I'm not. I'm going to say like, no. No, I'm going to say no. I'm right. going to say no. But that were a cool one. Um, Talking of cameos, did you enjoy a certain black chrysanthemum that turned up? Oh, uh, Mr. Jacked Out Wookiee Bear, <laughs> um, who was actually meant to, meant to appear in, uh, well, apparently is teased from the uh, Star Wars leaks Reddit, if you're part of that, um, appear in Mando Season 3 as well. Oh, which would be cool. Which, yeah, which I don't know if it's complete bullshit. Again, that's a Reddit does toss around ideas quite often. Uh, but yeah, the guy was fucking a menace. It looks cool as fuck. Arguably, I will throw it there. I'm going to say it. It looks better than fucking uh, Chewie. Like, the guy looks an absolute don. Isn't he meant to be? I don't know much on him. I, I don't lie. I'm not a big... I've always stuck to the, you know, the continuity... Continu- yeah. I've used that three words. I've stuck to the main storyline of Star Wars throughout what. Um, is he meant to be the most... Is he the f- most feared Wookiee? Or is he, the, he meant to be the second most feared bounty hunter? Because I don't... I thought Bane was meant to be that. I think he's the most not. feared Wookiee. Right, okay. Um, but, I mean, the men would tear people's arms out of the socket, so... Yeah. I, I don't know too much of him because I've not read the comics that he's in because he's... I think he's first appeared right. in Vader episode... Uh, like Vader 1 or something like that. And then he's in the uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters comic as well, which I've never read. Oh, the new one. Okay, I've got, I've got um, one of those up actually. You know the one where they're all trying to get their hands on Han Solo? Talking to Mando, yeah. there he is, look. Go away. Um, he looks more like a Wookiee at the minute. He does. <laughs> but go. yeah, you uh, apparently he's in that. So I don't know too much about him. I've heard stuff about him. I know who he is. When he's turned up, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, what a great way to see a Wookiee inside of yeah. you know a non-film storyline. Like, fantastic. For a moment there, I thought shit was going to kick off. Um, we did see the return of two massive fucking slug boys, uh, or slug boys, slug girls, should I say. Uh, <laughs> the Hutt family are now back in Book of Boba Fett, mm. which was a fucking insane... Was Like, that scene was so well done. It was. It was. I... When the drums started happening, I was like, no way they're bringing a hut back. No way they're bringing a hut back. And we got back. two good prize of one. And to do two, and then actually look that good, yeah, was well impressive. Back. I am now excited for Cassie and Andor to see actual Jabber in that. 
So, so I, I was really excited to see. Well, I thought we were going to get a bit of action, um, but again, I understand why not. They, uh, the references are there. The standoff was cool, like, though. Yeah, I, yeah. Thought, I genuinely thought Bobber were just going to be like, boom, boom, I'm dead. <laughs> well, this, this is the other thing. I don't think we're quite at that Bobber yet. Like, we're not quite there. He's not. No. People, I saw a couple of people, and a, a couple of people messaged me, and they were like, oh, he's not. Why is he not just shooting people down like he does? And I'm like, because he's technically. Shit's wrong. He's still not on full strength. Like, the back to tank's still weird and it's magic or whatever we're not seeing the full-fledged bounty hunter and, and, and to be honest with you the way that it's going we might not see the bounty hunter we know and love i don't think so i think the whole i read a cool reddit thread and someone stated that the whole you know the trip that he goes on through the tuscans yeah. is that it all has meaning so it's like the tree's grabbing him and it's him putting his bounty hunting, like he sees his, his dad died because he was about him and that's the way, the reason he died. So he needs to get out of that to not go down the same path as his dad. So that's why he's trying to become something more than about him. Does what that a fantastic um, like sequence of, of film love that was. Um, I do believe we see some digitally remastered stuff yeah, do that. The... Um, but just fucking insane. Like I love that. Uh, some people are not liking this flashback and notoriously in the gallery of podcast, I've always hated on films that use timestamps or a flashback and come back to the present, go back to the previous, come back to the present. And I, th- I really enjoyed these flashback scenes. The, just the way it's shot, it, 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 it's kind of sci-fi. We're getting this modern take on stuff, but we're, we're getting that, like, I don't know, that's, it's, it makes you guess. You second guess everything that, you, that you're watching on screen. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, is that happening in real life? Or is that a back to about vision? Or is that, no, a spy scene? Spice scene, like, yeah. it's, It was, ah, this, I don't get, I don't know. I don't even know what to say to it because it was that good. Um, I loved, you know, when the when the, you're on about the back into the vision, the grain, the film grain, when it first starts with the vision, how it like changes the color, like the, it's like the Bacter in fluid is like sending him into a deep. It's really weird, mate. I. Because we just... don't actually know. We, we, we don't know anything about how, other than Luke's uh, doing it, the, the back to doing the same, whatever it does to Luke. Like, we don't really know what it what, does what to it does the to anatomy or, or, yeah. or a, you know, a, a being. So I, I'd be cool to see how that plays out in the future. Is it just um, a, is it a drug that actually, like, I don't know, makes you hallucinate or while it's doing it? Hey, it'd be cool to, like, get some more backstory on it. Because that, I feel I, like... I guess Reddit will have some. Yeah, I know there's someone out there that knows the... The f- formulas to actually make back to fluid out there. <laughs> in the bathtub or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> back to fluid in the bathtub. Yeah. Um, uh, so we also got a. Um, we'll talk about the train scene quickly because this is probably one of the favourite scenes um, from from episode two. I really enjoyed this scene. Um, it features not only again we mentioned the Easter egg, so we so we know about the uh, the back gang, and obviously we know we know specifically uh, uh, about like how they get there. If we don't see any scout troopers, no. I would have liked to see a scout trooper. Um, arguably one of my favourite troopers in the whole of Star Wars. They just look cool as fucking menacing. But, but the train scene itself was done so well. Yeah, mate. Uh, it- Oh, some of the best yeah, so, action in Star Wars in a long time, mate. It was nice to get that. We yeah. got oh we yeah, got some nice yeah. it weren't just like a little fight on screen. It were a big. Do you know what I mean? And I again, throw back to like a western end. style train heist kind of thing. So cool, and the comedy was there as well when he's teaching the Tuscans how to use the. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's like a banter. Ooh, ooh. 
But <laughs> and they just show because obviously they have no facial expressions. They just show emotion that's yeah. completely. It's so cool. It's so great. The, I enjoyed the, that the, very much. It was so well done as well. The train, the CGI again was on point for the whole film. There were a film, a TV show. That it were it were perfect in my opinion. That it was. It kept you engaged, even though it was just another train siege. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've seen that countless so, times in a Western film, but for some reason it was just, like... It's nice to see it in a Star Wars setting. That's, that's what it is to yeah, me. Um, I think that's what did what, it. What also was a nice little Easter egg, if people... This turned into a fucking Easter egg episode, this. Um, what people might not have seen, which apparently, again, by rate, don't take it for gospel, um, but is a throwback to pod racers. Apparently, the rocket engine on top of the train looks to be a salvaged pod racer uh, engine, which I think is fucking brilliant. I think it, that's really cool. Now you actually mentioned that, that, it does It does feel like it, to be fair, because the and thing, it, it like pulsates yeah, as well. So the, so the way the robot inside actually works the, the train, it's very similar a to, again... So they're gone of all stuff. It's not. Don't don't. It's my it's my favorite for nostalgia reasons, but it's not great at all. Uh, but episode one, it, it, it's how it literally is. If you look, the continuity is there again throughout. You can see the way that they use yeah. the same systems. It looks like something that being a pod racer, the same like screens, the same system, how it works. They charge up and stuff. Can so we, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Can we take a second to appreciate the uh, the cool ass Tuscan that just rams his speeder bike into the side and just dives onto the plane like that. a bad art. We don't, we don't know his or her name. And is it a his or her? I uh, think I, it might be a female. It might be, to be fair, but whoever it is is a badass motherfucker. <laughs> so like, I, honestly, that, it's a really good fucking thing that we should do some research on it yeah. for, the, for the next episode. So I think she's going to play a huge so integral part I, to in be this. Fair. And it, it goes back to saying, like last week when we were saying that why is it just a random Tuscan battering Bobber? Well, how do we know that, like, just because she's a Tuscan, how do we know not she's, like, you know... <laughs> we're just assuming that Bobber's the hardest, do you know what I mean? But there's always someone out there that's better, and just this person, like, Bobber's never... Like, like this person is just a normal Tuscan, but she's absolutely bad hard. You know what I mean? We don't know uh, the backstory of this person. She could have been a Tuscan bounty hunter for all we know. Do you know what I mean? Something no, along I, those lines. I, I really think that her character is going to progress in the Book of Boba. Yeah. Um, and it kind of leads on, on nicely to a, to a point that I have about the, the story of Book of Boba and where I'd like it to go. Um, I I feel like we're going to get... Uh, this is me just shouting it out, episode two, coming into episode three for next week now, like shouting it out that I think in the next coming episodes, especially when you start to get to the nitty-gritty of the present, not the um, the flashback scenes, the present, we will start to see Raiders turn up. And especially, I think it's when Nando's going to be in need. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be enough for him and co to take on Tatooine on their own. I think we're going to call on Tuscan Raiders. Uh, and I yeah. think we will see both of those probably really proficient Tuscan Raider characters whether it be um, what looks to be the leader of the pack. I don't know if he's going to be too old but at this point. I'm not quite sure. I don't know what the time period is between the, the past and the present there, how long it's been. But I'm pretty certain we're going to see that the blacked mask Tustin Raider turn up. And I'd like to see again if she unmasks. We saw that in Mandalorian, how how, how Mando unmasked and how big it was. And, yeah. you know, how they how they tied that into a great story, no, which we yeah, never yeah. see. Mandalorian takes off his mask, so he... let's... It, it worked, Amanda. I don't know if Tuscans can take off the masks, though. I don't know if that... I think I think it might be rap. It, it looks rap. like rap, but I, I don't know if it's. It, are they born with metal on the face? Are they? Do you know what I mean? Like I don't get. It, again, they've never gone into like what a Tuscan. 
Do you know what I mean? Because you've only ever seen them like that, so I don't know if they've actually got You're skin under in there. the darkness. I was simply raised in the darkness. <laughs> yeah, they're all just baying <laughs> under there. <laughs> no, it's just, I can, I can it's just a yeah, full tribe it. of Tom Hardy's. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be good to me. I'd enjoy that. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, I'd, I'd enjoy that. But yeah, I'd love to see them uh, do something like that with the Tuscans, like you say. They turn up to help Bobber take over Tatooine, and maybe that's why he's helping them in the in the thingy now because he's trying to liberate Tatooine a little bit. He's fed up with it being ruled with fear. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's where it started, and that's where he got the idea to take over as Daimyo. Is that how you pronounce it, Daimyo? Daimyo, Daimyo. I think it's a um, again listening to to things online. It's meant to be a Japanese reference. I think. Yeah, I think oh, so. I yeah, remember, but yeah. it'd be cool um, that they they. You know, they actually take some of their land back and don't just live in the deserts constantly. I like the reference of that Tatooine used to be, uh, before it was just become the sands, it was actually a, a beautiful planet and it had water everywhere and stuff like that. So that was that was something in the comics that was not canon and they've actually brought it back right. over, which is cool, which is a nice little, you know... We've seen that more and more a often with um, back from Legends, but just a little thing. Do you know what I mean? So I like we've seen, that. We've seen that more, like canon and Legends being brought yeah. back into the, than the main timeline, which I do, which I like, do enjoy. There's some Legends stuff out there that's actually amazing, and you can you, you know, and a small thing like that, like the backstory of Tatooine and how. I mean, you don't have to have the story the same, but at least the planet's the same of how it became a barren barren land. So well, this is it throwing it back to like. You know what we said previously at the start of the episode. People are gonna hate on stuff like that, uh, but I think that's absolutely fine. Again, we're, we're making it fresh. We're we enjoying new things. Yeah, new content. It, it, it it's it's old, but it's new at the same time. Like you know, some of the some of the stuff that Bob are getting out of the solar pack is the same as what happened back in the day, but they've just refreshed it up a little bit for for new. When you think about it more and more, they they've brought a lot over from again, and I think that is just in a fan service. More, more more people will like it than than people will hate it. Yeah. So I think it'll continue. You see the hate comments more than you see the you know the the like comments. They are, oh, they, they say you see more like the you could have ten thousand you know good comments and one bad comment. You'll yeah. always see the bad comment. Like just what it is. Um, okay, so throwing it then to the closing stages of the Star Wars and Coffee episode two. God Has knows it been what season. Hour already, Jesus Christ! I could talk about Star Wars all day. <laughs> I know I, I've got tea, so I'm trying to hurry, but I'm not. Um, so we're we're looking then on, on on to episode three. What do we want to see for you uh, in episode three? Is there anything? Do you want to do you want to see more flashbacks? Do we, I, somebody I think... said to me they they want to see uh, some people in the modern story now, and I think that we should wait a little bit. What I do think you want to episode, see for three episode three should just focus solely on pushing this series forward no flashbacks let's let's stand let's make a stand of what's happening now if that makes sense like i think we'll see back to visions we're going to see that happen i think that's the way forward unfortunately um yeah same but i would like just an episode of let's just push this episode completely forward let's set up where it's going who the bad guys actually are because we're still you know is the has, it, has, it been confirmed eight? We, uh, has it been confirmed eight episodes I think it was seven seven okay so we've so only yeah, got they, they need to move the fucking so story so we need to move the story time. on a big time so we've got we just need to figure out what's happening with the mayor because we've got like the mayor the the huts now you know what I mean we've got two people that we're looking at who's the bad guys apparently Mando's supposed to turn up already we've got this cameo yeah. from there's supposed to be a cameo from someone that's bigger than Luke. So we've, it feels like we've got a lot to do. We're not a lot of time a lot to, to do cram it. in, in yeah. like five episodes. Yes, and if we keep going episodes. with these backstories, which I do love, 
I don't think we're going to... It's going to have to then move at a very it's quick set, pace. I, I feel like it's setting the story up for the present. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't I agree know how well we've done that so far. Yeah. So, I've not even seen Slave 1 yet. No. Correct. How, that was a good question. We'll fucking end it on that. What a brilliant fucking segue there, Carl. Um, in fact, I've got two questions for you. I'm going to pop oh, a question God. for the next episode. But um, where do you think Slave 1 is right now? I reckon it's in some junk ride in Tatooine. It's got to be. Yeah, and that's what I think it is as well. Someone's just uh, found it and gone, Tidy. oh, Bob has not used this in a while. I'm going to have it. You know? I don't think the, I, I don't think they're using it. What I do think's happening is it's just like park somewhere and the guy's like, fucking hell, this meter's running up. And he's like, oh, Bob, up it. Or what if we if are we talking about current or when he was the Tuscans with current? I'm talking current, but it's up to current, you. Current, I think current. Mando's using it because Mando doesn't have a ship. Oh really? Oh, if I you remember, yeah, and Ray's crest got blown no, up. No, I don't. And Mando I'm, needs I'm, to I'm go to around the galaxy up. looking for. Um, I'm trying to think where, which way it lines up though, because Boba will not give his ship up. That's just not going to happen. Ever. I think he'd lend it to Mando. If, Ma- mm. if if Boba has only got stuff to do on Tatooine and he knows he's not leaving. I mean, how sick would Mando turn up in... In Slave like, 1, it'd yeah. be sick. Yeah, it'd be, be sick, mate. <laughs> or he lends it in so he can go and find a new ship or something like that, get enough credits to, you know, buy a new ship. I don't know. That's what I like to think, that Bob is a nice guy and he's just gone, oh, his keys to Slave 1, brother. <laughs> I, I personally think that it's sat on some, I don't know, some planet... Again, maybe like a Jakku or, or fucking something, and it, it, it's just hiding, just just away, just like the way the Millennium Falcon. Han Solo, you know, Han Solo's sad. got it. <laughs> Han Solo, Han Solo's towing it behind him, like salvage. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Bob. Um, there we go. So, so again, pretty much good episode. We talked about Star Wars and coffee. Um, I don't really know what to say. We bit of Star Wars news with the free game there. Yeah. Um, again, throwing it back to a nice episode. It feels like we're just breaking down Boba in a minute, but again, let's be honest. That's I kind mean, of the only thing that's going I mean, yeah, I'm happy better. about that. I'm happy about that. It's just Boba at the moment. That's what's brought us back to doing Star Wars and coffee, so get over it. Deal with it. Yeah, deal with it. Um, okay, so question of the episode for next episode. Have a think about this. Um, if you could own... It's got a part outside your house. Bear in mind this. I've just thrown it away straight out. But if you could own one Star Wars vehicle, you could park it anywhere. Theoretically, let's say you own, I don't know, you own a palace or something or whatever. No, no, that's a palace a bit bullshit. You own a property, all right, whatever. You can have as much land as you want. You can own a vehicle, a daily vehicle. One daily vehicle. That's for next episode. Right, okay. I've got it already. And no, it's not the Millennium Falcon. You've got got to think about it. I've already got it, it, mate. But I'll save it for next week. But no, it's not the Millennium Falcon, guys. God. <laughs> Again, that, that's the Tatooine of where would you live? That's yeah. a safe option. But I've got uh, it. Perfect. All right. Okay. Sound. Thank you, for, thank you for checking out uh, Star Wars Coffee. We'll be back next week with episode whatever it is. <laughs> whatever number. Whatever number. I think it's like four or something like that. Season two, four. Let's just go with season two, episode four. How about that? <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Thanks for watching, guys. Peace. Do you want to say, say the line? What line? May the force be with you. Ah, he's done it. Great. Right. See you guys later. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. <laughs> you remembered it. You remembered the line. I remembered. I remembered. Um.